Hi, this is Trevor Jackson. Welcome to Tomorrow Is Mine. Timing is everything. And for Rahul Gadia's international student journey, that's very much the case. Rahul had a dream to study on the Gold Coast, but just as he was thinking about making that dream a reality, COVID struck and Australia's borders closed. He did, however, manage to get into the USA, so Rahul decided to study there instead. Looking to pursue a career in tourism, Rahul enrolled into university in Florida. It wasn't the experience he was hoping for. With little opportunity for employment as a student there, and what work he did find was minimum wage, Rahil also had to contend with biased employers who tended to favour certain ethnicities. Life was challenging, to say the least, and with so much violence around him, Rahil found that living there was a very dangerous prospect. When Australia's borders reopened, Rahil left the US and finally got his chance to study hotel and tourism management at Griffith University. The contrasts in his two experiences as an international student were chalk and cheese. And now he's relishing every moment he has with his new life on the Gold Coast. Here, Rahil feels safe, supported, and most of all, accepted for who he is. Rahil, welcome. Lovely to meet you. Hi. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Tell me why you wanted to do the podcast, because you approached me. So you tell me why you wanted to come and share your story. The only reason I approached you is because I wanted to explain to you about how my experience has been on Gold Coast in the US and what's the major difference. Because when I come across with a lot of students over here, they ask me, why would you come to Australia? Right, like you had a beautiful life and amazing life back in the United States. Like, it's better than Australia, that's what everybody says. But then, what's the real story? Only, it's just that only I know because I've been to both the places, right? So I can explain the pros and cons and what are the advantages and the disadvantages. This is a very good platform that I can really talk about and let people know that this is the thing why I'm in Australia and why I moved over here. Well, okay, I'm curious to know about your US experience, but before we get there, let's go back to where it started, because you're originally from India, yeah. Surat. I've been to India, but I haven't been to Surat. You tell me it's about 300 kilometres from Ahmedabad, where I have been. So this is in Gujarat. You're in Gujarat. So tell me about Surat. What's it like there? So basically, Surat is known for diamonds. It's all the diamonds in Surat. Yeah. Really? A lot of diamonds there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The I production, guess. the manufacturing, and everything is done in Surat. Right. Now, uh, Surat... It's just doing an opening of Surat Diamond Bulls. It's the biggest in the whole world. Is that right? In Surat, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So are you really rich? <laughs> I, I'd rather not answer that. <laughs> ah, okay, all right. All right. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions, dear listener. Yeah, so it's known for the diamonds and the street food over there. But, well, basically, India is known for the street food. But there are a lot of food varieties, which not even other parts of, like, they're not sold in other parts of India and the whole thing it's known for is textile, like the looms and the biggest looms are in Surat. The biggest looms, yeah, yeah really. The biggest yeah, looms. One, yeah. one of the biggest looms are in Surat. Because that was the history of India, wasn't it? Like all of those amazing fabrics yeah. that were created, the quality was so, so good, yeah. like going back thousands of years. Perfect. So basically, yeah, diamonds and... Just because of that, Surat is just coming to like stage three and it's near to becoming a metro city now. 
what other international students don't know about Sudan? I mean, basically Gujarat, isn't it? It's a non-alcoholic city. Non-alcoholic city. Yeah. I think you've been to Gujarat, so you might know it. Yeah, yeah, Gujarat's beautiful. So Gujarati cuisine, you know, because like all Indian states are almost like countries of their own. They have their own language, their own culture, their own cuisine. Gujarat was beautiful, really the, beautiful state. The best thing I love about Surat is sunset and the sunrise. It's also known for the like sunset in Surat. Really? Yeah. Sunset and sunrise? Yeah. Because yeah, okay. like, Quite the, spectacular? One of the, like yeah, a spectacular, spectacular location? Spectacular, like fantabulous sunrise over there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you had a good life growing up there? You good enjoyed life, your yeah. life there? At what point did you decide you wanted to become an international student? So before coming to Australia, uh, during the COVID time, just I graduated from my high school, and I decided to um, go to France, Paris. Nice. And other option was Lyon, mm-hmm. one of the other city over there. But then because of the language proficiency, like French, I dropped my plan, and then I did all my application for Canada. And the reason I wanted to study in an international country was to know, like, what's the culture? I'm a person who likes to travel a lot, explore people, explore the culture and everything. And I thought, this is the best chance I could have, like, living in the city and studying at the same time and then getting to know the culture about it. Right. So, so was your interest in France about French language and Canada was a natural extension of that, obviously because they do speak French there? Yeah, but the thing over there is, like my relatives, no offense to the French community or anything, but <laughs> what I've been heard from my relatives over there, like even if the people know English, they won't speak to you in English. Because they're proud of the language, which is French. And that's fair enough. So now I know English, so why not go to a country where people speak English? Yeah, and then a little bit easier. A little <laughs> bit easier for me, right? <laughs> like for my personal experience and growth. So you ended up not in Canada, but the US. Not in France, not in Canada, and then I ended up going to US. Well, my plan was to come to Australia, but then because of the Australian borders were closed because of the corona. Ah, right. So yeah. my father was like, you can go now to US. <laughs> Meanwhile, the borders are closed rather than wasting time over here. So because of COVID, you decided on the US instead of coming here. Yeah. But your dream was originally to come here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Why? Since when? Like at what stage? What made you want to come to Australia in the first place? Was this back when you were still in high school or? Yeah, just like when I came on my 12th standard because my father visited Australia like five years ago uh, because of the business and everything. So he told me about the life over there is very peaceful, the people are very nice and I think that's the future over there. So you might think about it in the future and he really insisted me to go to Australia and study. Firstly because of the weather because the weather is beautiful over here, I'd say. It's just like India, I would say, like where I live in Surat. The temperature Not is... Not quite like, as hot here as it is yeah, in India, but sunny, generally, yeah. The weather and the safety. The, so my father is, like, very detail-oriented. What he did was, like, he gave me a sheet of blank paper. He told me just write about the countries you want to go. Write about the crime rate over there with the numbers. I was like... That's a lot of hard work. <laughs> and the lowest crime rate I came across, according to my research, was like one of Australia. Like Australia had like one of the lowest crime rate amongst the country I chose, like United States, France, and Canada. Okay. I was like, this country is like perfect for me in every stage of my life, career, and academics and everything. And why the Gold Coast? 
was it the Gold Coast specifically or just more broadly you thought Australia and then you considered the options within so, Australia? That's, again, because my father once wasn't in here. Oh, he came here too, yeah. yeah so what's it, you said it was business. What sort of business was he in to come to Australia? He, he just wants to expand his like, business over here, construction. He's a builder back in India okay, right. right now. Right. So he wants to expand his business. So why I came to Gold Coast was because I'm studying hospitality and tourism. Now, Gold Coast is known for... Touristic destination. Yeah, the tourism capital of Australia. Right. Yeah, you came to and, the right place. Yeah. Right. And I like traveling. I like going here and there when I'm free. So I thought, like, why not study in Gold Coast? Like, Sydney, Melbourne, it's like everybody goes there and it's a lot more crowded. Then I come from Surat, so it's like not a crowded city. If you've been to Mumbai, it's not crowded. A lot of people over there. Yeah. But, in Surat, but it's yeah. exciting. It's a crowded it, city in Mumbai, it's but it's got nice. a lot of soul. Nice. I love Mumbai, but yeah, very exciting. Very different pace to, right. to Surat, I'm sure, and obviously to the Gold Coast. So I was like, let's just go to Gold Coast, like matching like, all the criteria and the requirements. Because tourism, I'm studying hospitality. There's a lot of opportunities over here for the future. And good life, though it's expensive over here. <laughs> Like well, compared to it, India is cheap, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think most countries would be expensive compared to India. But, yeah, that's all about my story for, like, okay. Gold Coast. Yeah, I get that. So, because of COVID, you ended up going to the U.S. instead of coming here. Whereabouts in the U.S. did you go? Orlando, Florida. Okay. Oh, okay. Also, a tourism, tourism hub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's why. Because you were studying tourism, you thought, I'm going to go to somewhere yeah. like Florida. Yeah, so, okay. one of my friends was already in Orlando. You told me about, like, it's one of the best like places to study over here because all the theme parks, all the hotels, and a lot of other attractions are over here in Orlando, Florida. Like Miami. So a lot of tourism opportunities, like for part-time work, you were thinking that while you're studying, you could get experience in those industries? Or? Yeah, but there's a thing about U.S. like a student cannot do part-time jobs. That's right. Them. Different to Australia. Different yeah. To Australia. yeah. So you're one in that tourism hub. But you can't work there. You can study there. Yeah, while yeah. I'm studying, I cannot work there. Yeah, that's right. I can only work on campus. And there are like, what, more than 40,000 students in the university. <laughs> How do I... A lot study? of competition for those few jobs on campus. A lot of competition. Yeah. Uh, all I got is, I used to work on campus over there. And I used to only get paid $6 per hour. That's the other thing. Because minimum wage there is, is a pittance compared to what you can earn here. Yeah, and all yeah. I can buy is five bananas with that $6. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can do. I mean, yeah. I cannot even pay my own rent. One of the things what all the international students think is like they want to get independent. That is why they step out of their comfort zone and come to international. Of course, yeah. It's not just country, about the yeah. study. It's actually the independence of living in that foreign location. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know how how are they doing then? How are you living on six dollars an hour? You're saying you could buy five bananas for yeah, six dollars, but, but yeah, as you say you couldn't pay your rent. How do you survive? Then I have my father to take on my financial uh, Yeah, your parents have to have deep pockets. Yeah, Yeah. so it was something which I didn't really like, that one of my motives was to become independent. When I'm taking all the help from my parents, then let's just go back to India and stay with them. (laughs) I have all the leverage over there. That's right. Yeah, exactly. You wanted the independence. I totally get that. So which university was it in Orlando? It was University of Central Florida. And how long were you there for? was there for one and a half year. And apart from the struggle of trying to earn enough money to survive and gain your independence that you craved, 
What was the experience like? Because now you've been here for about a year. So you can give me a comparison of the US experience and then what it's been like for you as a student here. So the major difference, I'd say the violence in Orlando or maybe all over the US, I'd mm. say. Like during my stay over there, I experienced a lot of violence over there. Even in Orlando? Even in Orlando, wow. yeah. Because I would have thought Orlando was just all holidaymakers, pretty chilled out. That wasn't the case. It is, but then... Uh, I used to stay on campus, like campus accommodation, and then a lot of uh, murders over there with the students. Murders with students? With really? students, yeah. While you were there? Yeah, oh, wow. I had no option. Wow. Were you like, scared? Were you worried about your, your safety? I, I, I was actually worried about it, and that's one of the reasons I moved to Australia. <laughs> that's a good reason, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so violence, and then the best thing I like about US is that I traveled a lot. <laughs> That's an amazing country, and it's vast. There's a lot to see. I, I'll be honest. Like during my time over there, I barely think that uh, I studied over there, cause it was my first year. I had to like call my prerequisite subjects, just like basic subjects, English and what basic maths and everything. Right. I was like, that's all very easy for me because I've already done it in my yeah, high right. school. So I'm your idea of studying tourism in inverted commas was actually just being a tourist. Yeah, for a year and a half. Because I, I went to Sorry, right. I don't think the US government listens to this podcast, so I think you're pretty safe. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Not yet. <laughs> but, yeah, so I traveled there a lot. Like, every weekend I used to go to some other mountains over there or just go for a hike or a trail. And then the best thing I like about it is that, let's say if I did not study over there during my time, but obviously I passed with good grades over there. <laughs> but I joined a lot of good clubs over there, volunteering clubs. I attended a lot of conferences over there. One conference was in Miami, one was in Los Angeles, and one was in Florida itself in some other state, Tampa. Okay, so you I, did move around quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. so it was... Not my money, but I did, I did a smart move, like, let's do one thing, just, let's just join the clubs, play my A game, and then attend all the conference, learn leadership skills, and travel at the same time. You talked about the, the problems of being able to earn money and live independently. You also talked about the concerns about violence. I'm stunned that there were murders on campus. Are, are you talking about students killing other students, or are you talking about no, outsiders? Was, I don't specifically remember, but... So my, one of my friends just experienced it. One of my very close friends in the U.S. He was just sitting in the car talking to some other friend or family member. And just the second after he left his car, a bullet was shot into his car from the back rear mirror to the front mirror. No so, and way. putting up to his headrest. No the way. Shot. So he, he was just saved by uh, one single second. Wow. Otherwise he would have been died. I don't know. It's just like... Some drug was it just like a random shooter? So that's the thing. The difference between U.S. and Australia is that Australia doesn't allow people to buy guns normally. Mm. That's right. In U.S., you can buy guns without the license. Because a few of my American friends didn't have guns over there without even the license. Yeah. Not for just killing people, but for their safety. So, but in Australia, it's totally different. Yeah, it's a very different culture, isn't it? So aside from the restrictions on being able to work, the threat of violence, or the perceived threat of violence there. What about as an international student there? Did you feel welcome there? Did you feel like you could embrace your culture there in that environment or not? Technically, I would say yes, but like, not fairly, but because 
everywhere you go, there's a lot of like unfair thing happening with one of the other international students. I had friends who didn't like me because what? Just I'm Indian, I'm brown. So there are things like you cannot express yourself. And I took it in a very normal way because I have to deal with it. I'm in an international country. Not everybody is taught or have given a lesson like this during their growing stage or development stage. So I was like, okay. But I, I did have friends who really understand me, who really gave my importance. So like, I'm a Gujarati, so uh, this, this Navratri f- festival, Garba festival happening. So every time all my American friends, all my South American friends, Latinos and everyone's came with me to Garba event. Like they had all this Indian outfit <laughs> on their body nice. and then cool. traditional uh, jewelry and everything. And then they played Garba with me. So I was like spreading all my cultural experiences, my background with all of my other international friends. Wow, there. that's a really nice gesture, isn't it? Talk about you embracing your culture, your friends embracing your culture. That's yeah. great. But what about the difference then here? Do you feel, well, you tell me, what are the differences aside from the violence, the safety, the work opportunities that you have here on the Gold Coast? What have been the major differences, like the study experience, for instance, or the relationships that you've had here? I'd say that um, with the relationships over here with my friends and family, it was all the same back in the US. Like I had, my father's friend was over there, so he really helped me out with everything. And then a few of my friends, like, I came through a counsellor over here, like in US and Australia. So everybody gave me contacts, like, contact him, contact her if you need help. So it's all, it was all equal and balanced out between US and Australia. Okay, right. And regarding the study, because I have not, like, stayed there for longer, so I don't know about US a lot and deeper with the studies. But after my one year, I was supposed to, like, go to Rosen College of Hospitality. There's a different campus for hospitality over there, just for hospitality. Right. So it was known for like, wow, you are a hospitality student. Everybody used to say that. So like, they they used to give their like rigorous amount of uh, studies and internships over there. And now I'm in here in Griffith. I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm studying and learning new subjects and something I really like. But what I was expecting between here and in Australia, like US and Australia, is that I used to get like three internships over there. Here uh, in Griffith, I'm not getting an internship right now because they, they were offering it, but they stopped offering since like 2022, I think. So that's one of the disadvantages, I'd say. Right. But at the same time, I'm doing part-time jobs. So that's just like my internship over there. Okay, yeah. So you are getting work experience here, but not directly through the university. But in US, I did not get any work experience. When I used to work in Nitros, that was like one of the restaurants on campus. Like, as I said, I used to get $8, but after that, I used to get, like, what, $6. But the people in the restaurant were, like, very bifurcatively approaching people over there, like, diversifying people with their caste, with their religion, with their age. I'm not talking about the all US, it's just that my own experience, what mm. I had. It's just that when I, wa- I wanted some more shift, like I wanted to work for more time, they'd prefer my manager, like he was a South American. So he had preferred the South Americans only to give more shifts out to them in a good way. With us, it was like just work in the <clears throat> back area, just wash all the utensils day and night. <laughs> 
So he was showing favoritism towards South Americans as opposed to other nationalities. Yeah, yeah right. that's what I felt like according to my experience over there. But here it's like <coughs> wherever I go, they, they have this program over this. Uh, I don't remember the name. This this employment health program or mental health program. Right. EAP, I think. In every job I go, like yeah. I've been, I've worked a lot of places over here now so far. So they have this program for employees. Even if you feel bad about something, and you don't have anybody to talk, just call on this number and talk you to them. You call them and you can talk to them. I don't know, remember the exact organization, but yeah. Right, yeah, it's one of those free services that you can use, that it's employer, like an employee assistance program. Yeah, so, yeah, employee assistance. Yeah, EAP. So you feel more supported here, and you feel yeah. perhaps that you've got more opportunity here. I know America is supposed to be the great bastion of democracy and, <laughs> and opportunity, but the reality is actually different. You find you've got more opportunity, you're more supported here. Yeah. Uh, it's just that everybody, like, if there's some other individual, they might have some very good experience over there. Like, nothing happened with me. It was like based on individual experiences over there. But, yeah, my experience was, like, all in all, I'd say 7 out of 10. <laughs> I'm giving it more because I, I liked a lot of places I traveled and I traveled with a um, lot of Americans and I have this thing like if I'm going out I want to make international friends like want to improve my communication, my English because it's not just about theoretically. When you talk to people you improve your English, you improve your personality in a lot of different ways. Of course. And during my time over there I got a lot of things about America like how it developed, What's about Orlando? How was it like before and how is it now? And then I went to a lot of different museums and then nature parks and whatnot. Yeah, Very you had different. some good experiences there for sure, yeah. And what about here? What's your lived experience been like here? My work experience, as I told you earlier, I used to work in a lot of different hospitality, like JW Marriott, housekeeping. And like, I didn't really have to do a lot, put a lot of efforts when I just arrived. Within one month, I had a job. So that was like, uh, I thought, what? <laughs> That's miraculous for me. I don't have to put any efforts, but obviously I did. And what's the best part about it is like, every time I had something going on, every other job, like they have this board on their uh, office, like we support all the community, all the people from all the background and then LGBTQ and whatnot. And like also of equality, they balance out all the people. This is at the Marriott here? Is that here or no? It's at the Marriott. Uh, I used to also work at Star Casino. Star Casino. In Broadway. Yeah. yeah, okay. Currently, I just got a job in Mercury Gold Coast, Carrara. Yeah. So everywhere I go, they have this thing. I used to work in Hungry Jacks. They have the same thing. Yeah, I've had so different experiences over here. You feel more supported as an employee here and uh, you've got equal opportunity. You're treated more fairly. Correct. And then during my free time, uh, I, I'm just traveling. Like, I've been, to, I've, I've been to all the waterfalls over here, like Mount Amorin, Lamington National Park. It's beautiful, isn't Sunshine. it? Not very Sunshine. far. Not very yeah. far from here, yeah. So I've been to all the waterfalls and all the beaches over here and then... Um, different uh, theme parks like Wet and Wild and Movie World. Then other things are like what well, there's this place I go there, Flying Bean Cafe in Amorin. Right. 
It's one of the peaceful places I every time go there. It's no 40 minutes drive from here. But uh, whenever I'm free, I go just go and sit over there, watch the sunrise and sunset sometimes. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? It's beautiful, right. Very so quiet. what I like about Australia is like the nature, the beauty, amazing, like spectacular views from every point of, like wherever you live. Just like two days ago, I was talking to one of my friends from India. He was asking me like, are there any beaches near your place? I was like, like even if I go to my university, I see a beach. Even if I'm going to a market, I see a beach. Even if I'm going to watch a movie, I see a beach. Wherever I'm going, there's a beach over there. That's all the natural beauty you can find in just one place. Well, the whole of the Gold Coast is built on a beachfront, of course. So, Correct, yeah. right. So that's about like my traveling journey. And then the best thing about here is that people here are very welcoming friendly like the Australians I've met the people I am dealing up with and talking to on my daily basis they are very very friendly and welcoming and they try to really put a lot of efforts to know me and who I am where I come from even if I make a few mistakes like during my English they're like that's fine bro I mean (laughs) you're just learning man that's what we are here for like you learn from me I learn from you something I don't know like teach each other about it and one thing about me is like i have this cleft palate problem like i talk from my nasal cavity yes so people really try harder to understand what i'm trying to talk i think i'm strong but obviously i even i'm a human people used to tell me a lot like what's wrong with you why do you speak like that and i just had a nose surgery so i had a different nose before like just tilted nose people used to make fun of me so I could have tried the longest but and then at the end I lost all my confidence and then I went to this one self-love club in Surat mm-hmm. and talk about uh, things I feel so that's where I got confidence like it boosted all my confidence confidence into 100 like I was feeling more energetic more mature and be confident about what I have and be happy with uh, what I've got. Like, I just want to be grateful with what God has given me, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. So I have a lot of friends. I, I never thought that I could have a lot of good networks and a lot of friends all around the world. But that's just one thing. When I went to US, it was very hectic for me and very difficult for me to gel up with everyone over there. Because uh, new students, new life, new environment, new culture over there. So it was difficult for me to inculcate with all the things. I just played the same role I played in India. Like I joined different volunteer programs, conferences and everything. And that's where I got like all my energy. And then that's I got when you start making friends. So you uh, make those connections and then you feel <laughs> a sense of belonging. I'll be honest about my problem, my cleft palate mm. problem. I'll be very honest, Trevor, that yeah. this is the first time I'm being open to. I've oh, never been open to on self-love clubs. Yeah, when you said you were doing that self-love yeah. club, I thought that was such a great idea. Yeah, but... But that was in I, India. That was in India. Any, yeah. But I've never talked about I have this problem. Yeah. Nobody knew that I have this problem. Th- this is the only first platform in my life that I'm wow. talking openly with everyone. Wow. Listening to me that... Well, yes, power I to do you, have Rahil. This That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I'm facing with this problem. Do you feel better about sharing yeah. that? It's just that um, I was just looking for this opportunity that 
one stage of my life, I can be this open that I can talk to someone and then mm. be open to the community out there. So that's one of my things that I really work upon. Like, when I'm in a national country, even in U.S., people were like, uh, uh, but I'm like, with my full con- <laughs> confidence, I'm like, I'm talking about this. And they don't really see what I'm, I have this problem. Like, they don't really try to find it that like, You make yourself very well understood, right? <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> right, so that's what I'm trying to say, yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's that about it. In coming here, did you anticipate the diversity in the, not even just the student community, but the, the multicultural community here on the Gold Coast? Because people from all over the world yeah. living here and studying here. So I say I'm a part of uh, MCC, GC, at some point. Yeah, yeah, that's the Multicultural Communities yeah, Podcast. I'm yeah, a, they're I'm great. I'm a member of that uh, organization. Okay, so have you been doing some volunteering for yeah, that? Yeah, I've been yeah, doing good on you. now and then, and I'm a part of Student Guild. There are people in that community from Arabic countries, from Pakistan, from Turkey, from Iran. So I can meet a lot of new nationalities yeah. and... Right across Asia, South right, Pacific, right. yeah. And then volunteering, of course. And then I'm a part of Student Guild in Griffith University. I'm a part of Griffith Mates. And then I'm also part of uh, there's this community for people with suffering from mental, like the mental health. Like if they want to talk to someone, I'm a part of this roster club. That's it's, in Griffith as well? Uh, it's not in Griffith. It's like MCZ, GC. Oh, oh, right. Okay, yeah. Multicultural Gold Coast, yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of work around support programs. So I'm a part of this different clubs over here. Wow, you love getting involved, don't you? Right. So uh, <laughs> uh, I'll talk about this experience, MCCGC. We are having an event uh, in August, like end of August. It's about different nationalities, uh, like bringing all together and then getting all their traditional outfits. Suppose I'm Indian and let's say you are from uh, Dubai. So you wear your Dubai out, like all that uh, traditional outfit from Dubai and I wear it from India and then talk about what's going on and not. So that's the way I try to get to know the culture of other people over here. And I'm even leading the event. I'm leading the multicultural event as well. Right, multicultural nationality event. Yeah. And you're leading that. Yeah. Wow. Partially I'm leading because there's one of my partners. So we are like organizing all the things about what activities we can do so that people know about other cultures, like speed dating, like you talk a lot of like rapid round and get to know about the country. And then there's this ramp walk, like suppose I'm in my kurta, like in the Indian outfit, yeah. uh, there will be a ramp over there. I yeah. will be walking on the ramp and then pe- different people will be walking. Like a fashion model. Fashion model. <laughs> just, just for fun. No in your kuta, in your, in your traditional Indian shirt, <coughs> yeah? Yeah. In nice. The, in traditional. So there nice. are a lot of upcoming things I've been doing. And then recently I joined this athletic event, Nathan Nash. This is the run event for yeah. Relay Run. Yes. I'm also volunteering over there. You've been busy, haven't you? Yeah. You're working in hospitality. You're volunteering in all these different organisations. Plus you're studying. <coughs> so you're, you're keeping yourself really busy. So you studied hotel and tourism management in the US. That is your degree and you're doing it now at Griffith. So what are your plans once you graduate? I'm also, be, I'm also part of the Estate agency. I don't declare the, I'd rather not declare the name because of um, other reasons, but... I'm learning about the real estate development over here, everything about real estate. Because um, my father 
He's in, he's in the construction business, so yeah. real estate makes yeah. sense. So Has he got you doing some investigative work for him on the side? Yeah, oh, on the everyday so, basis. All oh, right, so you're a spy for the construction so, industry. <laughs> two things about him is like farming, Indians. All the Indians are known as farmers. All the mm. Indians, basically. Like, I thought all Indians were known for working in IT. Isn't that no, the modern cliche? Like the legacy is beginning from like all the legacy. Of like course. my grandfather, they were all farmers. That's what my father is aiming in the new near future to either go with the farming. He's into the wood farming, so he's really looking for the like long term process about farming over here. And he gives me like all different areas like Bandaburg and then Dubumba and then other things and then try to write all the figures. So that's even harder than my studies. <laughs> <laughs> that's all my father gives me and then with the real estate also. What's the stamp duty? What's the land property tax? Oh, gee, you're doing a lot of work, aren't you? He gives he talks about it like so that's what I'm learning. So in, after I graduate, the only thing I'm looking forward to is like get my three year experience in a professional position, like a manager or some good position. Because right now I'm already having those basic level or entry level positions. So Of course, you're just starting <coughs> yeah. And like get to know the real industry after I graduate and then just during that time I also work uh want to work up on my Airbnb trials, like Airbnb hosting and then real estate industry at the same time. So there's a lot right. of things that coming up in my life. You've got your fingers in a lot of pies, yeah, I get so that. My future is decided. It's just that I don't know if I want to live here or back in India. You haven't worked I'm that still, out yet. Yeah, yeah, I haven't worked that. So you're open to either. Because I don't want to stay all my life like away from my family. I don't plan on calling them over here. Even but you they, do have the post-study work rights options here, unlike yeah. the US. So you could stay and work right. here for a number of years and then go home. And then go home, right. Because yeah. um, they've done all, all, everything for me. Like They've all invested all, my, all their life in, into my career and everything. My so you group. feel you've got the weight of responsibility of your family the because they've invested us. so much into your education? Right. So all the thing, only one thing I uh, am looking for is just the, the rest of my life with my family. And about me, it's like I like traveling. Everyone, I can travel some <laughs> my money. Well, you, well you, <laughs> you're studying tourism. You're in the right industry if you love traveling. So, so that's the thing. Like I haven't figured out if I want to like stay or something for my longer periods. But that's a development stage going on. I'm getting to know the industry over here. So, fingers crossed, if it's good, then why not? If it's not, then back to my country <laughs> after studying and then help my parents, uh, my father, with his work over there. Well, given your experience so far <coughs> here, I'm sure it will be good. I'm sure it already is, but I've no doubt that there'll be many opportunities for you here, Rahel. Because um, I, I'd, I'd not say I have a backup plan, but... My father, he owns a resort uh, in India, like in Surat, just near to uh, Surat. And it's a destination wedding resort and everything. Right. So I'm thinking like if I don't have anything, then at the end I have all the knowledge and I can put it somewhere over there. Of course. And then my father started with one, but in the near future, maybe if I have plans to expand my father's project, like coming few years. So yeah. Is the resort in Surat or where is that? It's near to Surat, like just what, 
and 15 kilometers like going to Osbert Kumara, right? Yeah, right. South Wales and Kumara. Yeah, right. Okay, close. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Not nice. Rahul, what would you say to someone who is thinking, you know, might be listening to this, they might be, say, in India, they might be a high school student, as you were once dreaming about travelling or studying overseas, what would you say to them? Uh, the From your own experience, like what have you learned? What's the what's the one thing that you've learned that you the, the students learned? who are in India, yeah, who might or anywhere in the world that might be thinking about wanting to become an international student themselves. I'll tell you honestly, uh, I'm a part of a lot of WhatsApp groups, like from India and here, mm. like Australian Indian people yeah. who want to come study over here. They often ask me like, "Do we get PR in Australia?" I'm like, just focus on your studies right now. If you think about that, then just don't come here. Because the mindset over here with the international students, not just with the Indians or anyone, but most of the people I have met, they're like, I want to get PR very soon. I want to get permanent residence. But why not just study and then figure out your way your own? If you think about the future, then what what's about the present? Just live in the present moment for now and go with the flow. You right. think they're too preoccupied trying to get their permanent residency yeah. visa instead of making the most of the opportunity as a student and seeing what comes so, from them. Yeah, that, when a student asks me, like, do I get a PR? I feel like, do you want to run away from India? <laughs> like, are, there, are people that torturing you about it? <laughs> so that's like more, that's a very emotional feeling about, like, I get emotional when they talk like this with me. So it's just that if you want to come, the life over here is beautiful. The opportunity is you can earn your own money. Now, right now, at this stage of my point of my life, I pay my own rent. I want to have fun. I want to travel. I want to buy new clothes. I do it with my own money. But in US, it was all my father's money. <laughs> I'll be honest. I did not do anything with my own money. Because all I got was like, with $6 was a coffee <laughs> or some, a few bananas over there. <laughs> Yeah. The thing is that you've been craving this independence. You've finally got it now. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm thinking you probably don't want to go back to India too soon because yeah, not too you've soon. worked so hard to get the independence. Now that you've got it, surely mm. you don't want to let it go that quickly. I still have two years of my studies left, like 1.5, because I transferred from US. I got... You got credits. Yeah. I got credits. So mm -hmm. now I don't have much studies left, just like a year and a half. I have to complete, so not a long way, but I'm not planning soon to go back to India. Whenever I miss home, I visit India once a year or twice a year, whenever I do that, or my parents come here, visit me, and I live with my sibling over here, so it's home away from home. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, my elder sister. Your elder sister's yeah, here? Yeah. Is she studying on the Gold Coast too? She's studying in Griffith. Is she? Yeah. Is she studying tourism as yeah. well? Oh. <laughs> She's doing her oh, math. Gee. You're both going to take over the family resort. <laughs> you do realise, of course, that Griffith is in the top 2% in the world. The tourism faculty the tourism. is very highly regarded. So you don't even have to go back to India. In your industry, you can work anywhere you want around the world. Yeah. You love to travel. Right, so you correct. do have options here. It's not a case of, oh, is it going to be India or is it going to be Australia? It could be anywhere, of it course. It could be anywhere, yeah. Correct. So when I... Went for an interview over here, uh, in, sorry, in the United States. Just one job employer asked me there. It was some other marketing job. One employer asked me about, what is your dream job? I said, I said to him honestly that uh, I think that is a very wrong question. 
Nobody has a dream job. I mean, for me, I don't have a dream job. Obviously, to gain experience, I will do a job. But in the near future, I want to have something of my own, like business or do something on my own. Like, I don't have a dream job. That what type of question was that? Like, my dream job is to work in Marriott as a housekeeping attendant. Of course not. That's but that doesn't question. mean that you couldn't enjoy that experience. Yeah, obviously. That's what I say. Like, I don't have a dream job, but to gain experience, I can even sweep the floors. I will do everything I need to do to get to the top level, right? So I said, I don't have a dream job, but in the near future, I plan to do this and that. I explain what I feel. It was like, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you've been honest. Yeah. Totally honest. Yeah. So and like, they would appreciate that honesty. That's what, that, the confidence I showed over there, like, I was like, it's either yes or no if I say this. But at least I got to be honest about what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. Students over there, my brother just came in Melbourne from my uncle's son. He just came over here in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, he's your cousin, but you call him your brother. I know that's an Indian thing. Yeah, that's yeah, Indian. I know that, yeah. I, I face a lot of problems when I meet a lot of new Australian friends. You live with your brother? Because I, I have a cousin over here in Gold Coast. So I said, yeah, he's my brother. So he, he said, he doesn't look like you. But yeah, I mean... Because he's actually my cousin. <laughs> 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 but in India, like, even, my, even if it's my friend, I said, he's my brother. Yeah. Just watch like that. Yeah, yeah. I have some, some good Indian friends. I know that experience very much. But this is one thing I noticed about Australia and US was like, there's a lot of Australian slangs over here. Like, short forms of everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we like to take shortcuts with language. Yeah. Did that catch you out <laughs> a bit when you came I'm here? here. Like, I've never heard it that sort of words in United yeah. States. Yeah, do you want to catch up the Savo or something yeah. like that? And you go, what's that? Yeah, it's this <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, you know, yeah, we shorten everything. Those yeah. are some new words I'm learning. But yeah, what uh, I, the answer to your question, I'd say that uh, if my brother or any of my friends want to come here, I'd say that you can be independent, totally up to your skill level and you do whatever you do. You can be independent on your own money. The studies, you can even pay your own fees at some time, right? The studies are good, the future opportunities are very good over here. And in your free time, you can travel a lot over here. Like, there's a lot of beautiful places. So all in all, you'll be in peace of your mind. And obviously, there are struggles over here. But at the same time, you'll enjoy your life if you come here. And enjoying life, he is. I'd never met Rahil until he walked into the podcast studio that day. Until that time, we'd only communicated via email, so I had no idea about his cleft palate. The fact that he'd never talked about it publicly before, and that he felt safe enough to do so on Tomorrow Is Mine, was touching, and a wonderful compliment. Rahil approached me with a desire to share his story after listening to others do the same. So to open up so candidly about such a personal matter was an incredibly brave decision, and I appreciate the trust he had in doing so in this forum. Students come from all over the world to study on the Gold Coast, and to be able to share their stories on this podcast really is a rare privilege. My biggest heartfelt thanks to all the students who've allowed me to make that happen. If you'd like to explore some of the other remarkable stories in this series, you'll find them at www.studygoldcoast.com .org.au slash podcast. My name is Trevor Jackson, and I'll catch you next time 
for tomorrow is mine.